Well, hello everyone. Thanks for tuning in once again to five people who do listen to us. This is the Swex and Redlaw podcast. I am Swex. This is my buddy Redlaw. Yeah, how are you doing? And uh, this is the only podcast on Twitch. Oh, actually, should I say the shittiest podcast on Twitch? Just better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we do also have our time, or well, like our schedule. That's kind of fucked now since we also missed last week, last week's episode. We might so. we might as well make it bi-weekly. <laughs> oh, like, like uh, keep one week open just with that. Yeah, I, mean, I think I mean, hey, we we have to uh, scale how we do this because we can do it once every week, but at the same time, not every week is free for us. You know what I'm saying? That that's fair. Although I feel like um we did be, be before the our holidays and shit we did do it on a weekly basis. Yes, we did it on a weekly basis. So I think messing that up or like switching up. Excuse me, Jesus. But like I don't know, it might just mess up with our like, I don't know, with our rhythm so to say. Like I, did, I did really like like the weekly thing. Like we had it, we really were on it. Like we were killing it every week, straight on, around the same time. I mean, Shit yeah. I'm just, you know, like I'm, I'm thinking, you, you know what? Time to, I, uh, I'd say we should do this bi-weekly schedule because you know what would be great. If we could show off other kinds of content too, you're you're doing that already, and see, I I need to catch up. <laughs> mm, yeah, especially I mean, since I'm finally doing again. things with my affiliate and everything. Yeah, like you finally have your affiliate going. Like you you need to get on that. Yeah, Legit. I need to like you know make use of it. Those emotes, uh, I I I paid for them. God damn it! Well, I paid for. And then there's me, still not affiliated on Twitch, but like I don't know. Twitch just uh, well, people don't want me to follow or like want to follow me. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, you need to get that average up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. It's and the funniest part up. is that the podcast is my least viewed kind of stream. Oh, when same I stream for me. anything else, people watch me, <laughs> which is real. <laughs> it just it just shows that we we really need to work on uh, bringing uh, ourselves up. You know. Yeah, it's it, it's something we need to work on. Well, you, well, for you, you mo you mainly just get your viewers in. Like you, you have no struggle with that. For some reason, I always have struggles getting viewers in. I don't know what it is. Maybe I just need to be more public about it and like shove myself out on Snapchat or Instagram and be like, oh hey, yeah, I'm streaming. I'm doing this shit right now. The funny part That's is, right I don't now. do that. And you know this. You you know yeah, how inactive you, you, I am on social media. You, you are barely <laughs> active. And yeah, meanwhile, like, I just have a feeling nobody watches my watches the shit I post on social media. Like I made a post this morning. Let's see, actually, I I posted the story on Instagram, like about the new Amaranth album releasing, and I was like, oh yes, this is hypers, and like only thirty four views. Amaranth, as in like the streamer. No, Amaranth as in the band. The amazing power metal band that released our oh, new album today. Oh, which was... The only thing I could think of is the stream, because I, I, I'm not much of a metalhead, you know? <laughs> mm, yeah, that's... Yeah, for you, it's fair. Like, mm. I mean, but I don't no, listen to Amaranth too much metal, and if it is metal, it's usually, like, older stuff. Oh, well, the yeah. old school bands. And then there's me. I'm just a full-on metalhead. <laughs> I'd say, like... You also listen to the newer stuff too, so I mean, you're, I mean, you're more, you're more, I'd say, inform, well informed on the scene right now. <laughs> well, I I prefer to call it more like, from all of my friends, I am willing to say that I have the biggest variety in music. See, for me, it's just it, it's just like uh, with everything, it, it's usually not popular, either it's outdated or it's just underground. <laughs> uh, like you listen to a lot of techno lately with Party Boy, with Party Boy, and then you also have like your more old school um, rap and hip hop uh, kind of shit that you listen to. What can I say? I mean, sometimes I just feel like traveling back to '94. Other times I just go to uh, France and and uh, in, in the late '90s and. Uh, all, all that other shit than Romania, you know? <laughs> and then there's me, who, who actually listens to legitimately anything. Like, I listen from everything to 
um city pop to death metal to raw style to um j rock to j core to hardcore to uh classical music like i just like so much shit i don't even i i'm not even able to count er everything like i like so much shit on music like music is just legitimately what makes me feel good nowadays honestly i mean hey if it helps you i mean it's always good you know it's always good to have many options too that that's that's true like i'm that, just that's like slightly like. selective but at the same time i do listen to quite a decent variety of music just that uh i just like music that's more uh, you know like i just like music that's actually like creative i actually took like more than two brain cells colliding you know that's what i'm saying uh, that's why like i i tend to say i dislike when i say i dislike modern rap i usually say it very specifically i, I specifically say i dislike mumble rap because there's yeah. still decent rappers out there right Oh, definitely. But, I get like, what you're I'm, saying. I'm talking about, like, the people who literally don't use words. They just go, like, <laughs> 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 no, Yeah, but and really, it's like, I, but I get that add statement. the auto-tune and bam, song. Best hit. All the 14-year-olds love it. All the concert tickets sold out. Actually, wait. <laughs> what concerts? <laughs> no, but but I do get your statement. Like I actually like, especially about the rap scene. Uh, rap scene, I absolutely just feel the same. Like there's this thing called mumble rap, and it's garbage. Let's just put it like that. But That's what I'm saying. Like I don't but, like like low effort content. You know, but because mumble now, rap to me, yeah. it's like high production when it comes to like the beat and everything. And then oh, you yeah. just put like this brainless moron behind the microphone. Like, yeah. To be fair, you might as well just uh, go quote the guy who makes the instrumental, uh, and that guy would probably be even more famous than the rapper. Oh, definitely. <laughs> like especially like with music like Six Nine. Like I don't even care about it himself as an artist making the making or like rapping his lyrics or something. I just listen to the. Um to the beat and i'm like what the hell this shit is fire to be fair when it comes to six nine i generally just like the only six nine thing like, i ever listened to was like the remix of a song kuda but it had actual like good rappers overlaid on top and obviously i mean a biggie and tupac that's like yeah, a yeah. remix that i seen v very good it's like you could see that you, like literally shit like this makes you realize it's such a good beat but the the, the rap is just shit <laughs> Look, I, I get it. Six nine is popular because he looks like a pack of skittles, and he like slept with someone underage. But come on, <laughs> oh my god, a pack of fucking skittles. You know, I, I, I think I, I know I, where he was born. He's probably British. He was born in, like literally in the middle of fucking Soho in London. You yeah. remember Kingdom of, Kingdom of Sweets? <laughs> That's probably where he was born. Goddamn, he was but conceived my, yeah. there. But the yeah, homunculus I'd... that crawled out of a Skittles packet. Uh, but but yeah, I do, I do understand your statement, and I too do um, totally agree with it. Like, beats nowadays in the rap scene are amazing and fire, but then you have some shitty-ass rappers who just auto-tune and say... Hum That's what I'm saying, like, they, like the producers shit. just need to, like, start their own career. They shouldn't rely on, like, uh, mumble no, but, rappers. They should no, just sell their beats, I'm telling but you. Here, but here's the thing. Mumble rap has such a big scene, and it's it's earning them a shit ton of money. And those producers are don't care about um they don't care about if the um beat is shit or not. If a famous artist or is on it, like legit, it makes itself fire. I mean, it boosts like, your portfolio, of course. But y you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's so many more wise ways to go about this. But then there's people like, and then they like make this really good beat, and then it's just, and then like half of SoundCloud does the same thing, and then it, the the worst part of it, it, it ends up, up on TikTok Spotify. of all things, and, and then uh, it blows up on Spotify. Oh wait, it blows up first on TikTok, it gains then, the traction. Then people are gonna go Shazam the song, and then they're gonna put it on, search it on Spotify, and that's how we get this chain going. I like how, how Shazam only became popular recently. I still remember when it was just mediocre at best. Well, the thing with me with Shazam, I... Shazam existed I for quite a while. So, I mean... <laughs> I've I've only ever Shazammed like two or three times in my life before. The only platform I really use for lyrics is like, it's either if it, if it doesn't pop up on Google itself, I'll just go on fucking Genius or something. 
Mm-hmm. That's literally it. And and if so, if someone's gonna be asking, oh, Slex, do you watch the videos, damn big? And I say no because they're fucking cringe. <laughs> Even the ones when they actually interview like genuinely talented um, artists, still they look more awkward to sit in this yellow room than uh, to oh. actually like be there. Like, oh, it's a great opportunity for me to uh, you know uh, get some publicity. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, what about that floss kid? Uh, have you seen his interview? Uh, that was so cringe. That, 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 that was, was like one of the few videos I did see, and then it was like, I think the Joji one I did see as well. That floss kid, I don't know how he does it, but this kid has balls, alright? He has balls of steel. So he has a balls, he does shit, and people catch on to it. And th- and that's how he legit makes his earnings, for some See, reason. See, but it's funny, it's like, it's like winning the dance. lottery. You do something stupid, you become famous. But that's <laughs> the thing, he did this one stupid dance in a Katy Perry music video, and the internet just was just blown up by it, and legitimately, every, every fucking thing Everybody caught on to it. just loses their shit over uh, this. It's crazy. Uh... I never understood this, but y- you know, it- it's it's Gen Z, <laughs> Gen Z, the unpredictable no. generation. Uh, One day they're laughing at uh, crashing planes into people in a game. The other day they're gonna laugh at I don't know a desk. Yeah, you know, Gen that's Z how... is complicated. Oh, so so uh, that's where we get the. It's not a phase, mom. <laughs> kind of deal going on. Uh, it's tough. Like I don't know what it is with Gen Z. Like just basically, like I don't know what it is, but like having a view at like the younger generation now is so weird. Like I don't know how to look at it because everything just looks so cringe, and then you're gonna be like, oh wait. Was I like that as a kid? Was I really that cringe as a kid? I must have... Speaking of kids nowadays... So sorry I remember myself. when someone yeah. came up to me one day, and they were like, Swex, did you watch Cuties? And I said, bits of it, why? And then they're like, like no, that, that person was like, like super like trendy modern, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, how could they portray kids like this and everything? And I'm here like, what do you mean? It's just what you see every day. <laughs> because it's like they um, made like it was like a, like so like a lot of like uh, social commentary on how like kids are behaving nowadays. Of mm-hmm. like these like bunch of kids taking like pic like you know sending like uh, illicit pictures to people, do, you know twerking and shit. And I, I think I think it's actually like like it, maybe it overdoes it at points, but I think it's it's pretty funny in the sense that. It's like a reality check for kids when they see it. <laughs> mm. Because it's like, man, like, you, you do that shit yourself. Why are you complaining? Look at this is the state of the world as we see it. I don't so, know. So, I mean, weird. to be fair, like, I, I get it. This, it is quite grotesque in the way it, it does things. But at the same time, uh, the message, the underlying message is quite interesting to me. I'm not saying, like, I absolutely agree, but at the same time, I do. <laughs> I uh, mean, have you seen it? What have I seen? Uh, I don't know. I see a lot of shit. <laughs> see, th- this is the problem. Like, uh, <laughs> I- I'm just saying, like, people just see a lot of shit, and then they see something that really shocks them. And then, mm-hmm. they, like, literally, like, then like, it-, it doesn't become, like, something that's hated, it actually becomes infamous because people give it so much attention. Mm. So you probably are way more aware of things people talk about than uh, things that gets attention but doesn't really get spread until you like see it yourself, you know? Shit, I killed Rethel. Sorry, guys. That's, that's gonna no, be the final episode. Like... Of the... <laughs> <laughs> no, but but like... I, I do understand your point, where where it's, like, shit needs to blow up, and, well, in the sense of it needs to blow up on social media to get credit, and once they see something, like, weird or eccentric or however you want to call it, it's 
tough. It, it, once it like bl really blows up, it could either ruin someone's life or it could make someone's life like infamous and become a meme. Like legit, what about Salt Bay? Like legit, just casually spreading salt on meat and like it blew up. Like oh, for it's some, like for how some reason, uh, it's the most became a fucking meme. <laughs> It's the most interesting <laughs> in the world for something, or like the most craziest thing about some guy in Dubai just salting meat, like. Remember, you have to you have to steal his look. The salt was from Versace. <laughs> uh. To be fair, everyone in Dubai is is pretty wealthy. Or well, no, it's, no, no. It's there's either... a there's a poor side to or to Dubai. There is. The thing is, there's no, like, working class in Dubai. It's either your middle class or higher. So, I mean... I believe that... Uh, unless some... you're from outside of Dubai and go to Dubai to work. Because I, I, I see shit there, right? Pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> I thought there was this Dutch... Um, documentary about Dubai. thing is, if you, like, see this for yourself, you'll realize... How crazy this place is. And let me tell you, don't even go to any monuments, don't go to any hotel. Don't even go to that place that's a, a whole aquarium and a shopping center or something like that. I forgot what oh, it was. Yeah. Right? Just go to a dealer car dealership. Then you'll understand why I'm saying this. I mean, because... Dubai on itself is just crazy. Like, no, but if you see what they sell at dealerships there, You'll realize why Dubai is like why I say that Dubai is practically infested of wealthy people. Mm -hmm. We're talking six by six G wagons. We're talking like the most obscure but at the same time luxurious vehicles. There's even an Aston Martin that's coming back that's literally only going to be sold in Dubai. <laughs> yeah. It's, and I think it was the the Lagon de Taraf. There we go. What, are you putting up a picture of it on stream, or...? Uh, no, no. But, if you want to, you could look it up. It's it's a super luxury of Aston Martin. And it's... Lagonda was the luxury brand of Aston Martin, and it hasn't been used in... Since the 80s, actually. Since Lagonda really just had one car, one car under them, or so. But, yeah. Wait, I'm telling you, like... It's the literally Martin... only to be go It's only going to be sold in the Middle East. Because it was made for the Middle East. Ah, uh, okay. So you'd be amazed if you see them outside. Like, that, I think I seen a video by uh, Doug Demira, a guy who reviews cars. He somehow got one in, like, California, and I seen the inside of this thing. Mm -hmm. You might as well not buy a house. You could live in the car. <laughs> I mean, there was also this expensive as fuck... Uh, car in the Netherlands that was about like I don't uh, what was it again? It was like a it was the car from a dictator or something, and it it like people over the world had so much interest into it in it, and it was like what two million dollars or so, uh, two million euros. I mean, the thing is, cars appreciate in value for like like a few main reasons. One is historical value. Two is like the culture around the car and the type of car it is. Mm -hmm. And then it's just age, because uh, the, even, like, uh, the, the the biggest shitbox from, like, uh, 60 years ago can literally shoot up in value. Yeah. Uh, so, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, like, especially dictators' cars, like, Hitler's Mercedes is currently, I think it was, like, sold, like, a few times, then it was put into a museum in Canada. Oh yeah, I believe I've read that somewhere, I believe, yeah. But I'm saying, like, these cars, even without, like, Hitler actually being driven around in it, it would have still been worth a ton of money just because it is old. And it's an uh, old Benz, and, well, uh, Mercedes-Benz have a lot of historical value when it comes to their oldest cars. And also, Mercedes-Benz are also just general luxury cars, so that adds a lot of the value. Uh, not really, then, because, course, uh, funnily it... enough, I... I remember the other week I was looking at, like, just jokingly on Auto Trader, right? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, hmm, how much is an S Class nowadays? 2009 S Class, 9 grand. 
I remember these okay, cars sell for seventy k plus. The S class is like the Rolls Royce of Mercedes. You know, it's it's the most luxury model. It's it's top of it's top spec everything, right? And they and it went, it went seven like literally sixty k down in value in just ten years. All because right, I'm... Is, with luxury cars, they depreciate very quickly. Unless uh, unless they have some historical value or they're really old. Okay, yeah. Just by the first look, uh, well, by the first search, I'm already finding uh, S320s for around uh, to, or, or around 1K. Like, See, that's actually pretty cheap. That's what I'm saying. Like, the thing is, luxury cars do depreciate a lot in value, especially modern ones. And uh, you know what's the funny part? Mm -hmm. uh, the newer the car, the quicker it'll depreciate, in my opinion. Mostly because of the fact that a lot of people, when they buy these cars, they don't realize that they're actually very complex. <laughs> and when a car is very complex, obviously we can already assume that uh, running costs will be very, ex like, very high, you know? Because, for instance, think about like a car that practically is like 100% technology, like the Tesla Model X or the Model S, mm. right? Mm -hmm. If it breaks down, imagine how, how much it costs to actually fix it, especially when uh, not every like, you know, average Joe, uh, the mechanic, is going to fix it for you. Yeah, th but that's the same thing with just general stuff like Apple. Oh, hey, you have an Apple product? Oh, hey, it broke, you need to go to the Apple Genius Bar for a Tesla? The thing is, no, 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 the thing is, Apple is much scummier with that. Because well, you need yes, to be certified by them. You're yes. not allowed to be uh, a Lewis Rossman. <laughs> but, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know. We all and, know how that goes. <laughs> yes, and like the thing is, like, I'm saying, like, with like at least like a regular mechanic in the Tesla, you could just say that the guy just doesn't know how to fix these cars because these cars are pretty much bespoke. Yeah. Everything's uh, custom made for them. Whereas for let's say uh, an older Jaguar, uh, you could say like, well, I'd say older, like early two thousands Jaguar, and you'd be like, oh, uh, Ford owns Jaguar; they have shared parts. And that no. way you can actually fix it. And then you have, like, the S-Class, which has, like, all these luxury features, all these sensors. <laughs> and remember, if one or two break, the car won't even bother. It's, it's just gonna spam at you. Like an edgy girl spams the, the simps, you know, when they need attention. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's... It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> mm. And then you just have like uh, average Joe the mechanic looking through the through like every book in the fucking world, and he's like, "Ah, yes, it's the sensor." And then they look at the car and they're like, "Now where is it?" But <laughs> uh, well, yeah, well, well, like most of the shit about other cars, I believe, should also just be easily stored online and like, oh yeah, you can find that part, like Google. Legit, Google is your best friend in the world. Let's be real there. Google is your best friend. If you need anything, Google will help you. Unless it's Reddit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Reddit, like, Reddit attack support is alright. Like, they're, they're actually quite a like, decent community. The thing is, with, like, PCs, they have a pretty nice community. Mm -hmm. But personally, I uh, would not uh, trust Reddit too much. Mostly because mm. of the fucking trolls, though, you know, like, it, it, it's pretty, it, it's pretty self-explanatory, you know? Yeah, you, you have your trolls there. Like, I've used Reddit tech support once, and that's because I wanted to, to, um, get an OS system on an SD card. Oh, that's possible. Hope. It's not even that hard. It, 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 it's, it, it's possible, but at the time, I didn't know how to, and Reddit just told me, like, oh, hey, you're not able to do that. And then, legitimately, I later found out, like, actually a couple of months ago, and this was, like, I, I tried to do this, like, a couple of years ago, and I legitimately just figured out about, like, a, a couple of weeks ago, that about two months later than that, or something around then, Linus posted a video about uh, getting an OS on a microSD card. So I'm just like, I could have maybe solved that problem. <laughs>
the thing the is, it, it wasn't. It, it's not necessarily too complex when you think about it. Mostly because an, oh. a micro SD card is flash storage. It works almost like putting things on a USB. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just but minus you... all the chunk, you know. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it, I don't remember. But I think you just need to change like the the format of the SD cards yeah. to be able. You just change the file system. Yeah, the file system, and there, there you go. There it is. Like I'm, I'm currently working with my Raspberry Pi and shit on for school, and it's it's really fun since like we're working with um like stuff like data recovery and shit, which is kind of cool. I mean that's pretty that's pretty nice. I wish like, I could learn like how to do data recovery, but the thing is, the equipment's fucking expensive. Well, like we we did it with like a simple uh Raspberry Pi, with just a Raspberry Pi and just an S S uh, well USB. Like, um, you stick the USB into your um, PC, get, like, some files on it, uh, delete a couple of them, and then next up, you can stick them in your, uh, in, in your Raspberry Pi, uh, do some commands and shit, and you can recover some data. But you know that PiOS is just Linux, right? Uh, yes. We, we do shit with Debian. That's like PiOS is literally just the like it's just a different distro. Of yeah, I know. But like, the it's, thing it's... is, like Linux is much more like open to the user. It's oh, it's get... completely open source. What the hell? No, no, no. I'm saying it's way more open than when it when it comes to just user experience. Mm. Yeah, you know, true. when it comes to development, obviously it's open source. Anyone can do anything to it, right? Mm-hmm. But that, I'm just saying, like, when it comes to the user, they can dig way deeper than if they had uh, a copy of Windows or macOS. Even though you cannot even get a copy of macOS, unless you get a Hackintosh and you get an ISO image, then you have to check if you have all the right parts, because otherwise it just won't work. And then uh, <laughs> you just um, kick yourself in the, in the shin and, and ankle and uh, die. But, you know. Yeah, true. Uh, computers you get are the fun. point. Yeah. <laughs> I get the point, but like computers and especially like Raspberry Pi is so much fun to work with. Let's be real. I mean, I heard they're pretty fun, like project, like things, like like make like all sorts of things with them. Oh yes, of course. Yes, you can like, do. Like I even a ton seen of a video, like Pi. a dude, like literally just made like a Pi phone. Oh yeah, you can. Then... You can even make like something like a a so-called magic mirror. So it just it's just like a regular mirror, but it has like a PC screen behind it, and you can legitimately just. Get your date on it as the weather and everything. And oh like, yeah, I seen something like that. But the guy and, built in a whole like a a whole Alexa into it. Yeah, like Echo it, Dot. It's 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 so cool. Everything you can do with a Raspberry Pi, and I, I'm so glad we can work it. Uh, we we can uh, work with it. That's cool because it's it's so cool to just see all the functions you can do with it. Like it's it's legitimately one of the most fun classes I'm following next to programming. Like we're fair. currently programming in Python, and and that's but really then, fun. But then you see the Mimi and the bad projects, and uh, going off of <laughs> that, it, it, the same goes for just any kind of terrible work that people do. <laughs> and uh, well, actually, we we were discussing this early on. Uh, Fiverr and uh, how legit oh, people yes. are on there. Yes, you wanted to. T- you, we wanted to talk a little bit about Fiverr because your experience um, wasn't so great, I believe. It was mixed because my emotes look fantastic, but mm-hmm. when it came to uh, the website that I uh, published, because I have a, you know, I just made myself like a, a temporary wallpaper for now. Obviously, if you're if you're not watching this live, uh, I mean, I we we would love to hear things from you in the chat. Uh, even if it's a meme piece of shit, but uh, you know, uh, my a link to my website will be uh, pr- present on my Twitch channel. If you're feeling like seeing this, if you're just listening on any other platform other than Twitch. But yeah, like I was trying to get a website background, and I made my requirements pretty simple. I wanted a PC in the middle, a beach in the background, and have it very colorful. Right. In the style of an artist, uh, which I thought wasn't super hard to do, because I didn't want something one-to-one. And then I looked for all of them, uh, at, at professional Amazon product uh, background removal, right? 
But then I had a person who actually, like, their uh, profile did show, like, decent art and had, like, really nice aesthetics. And I was like, hey, how much do you charge for this? And the guy's like, how much are you willing to pay? And I said, uh, yes. And uh, they agreed. And they... Well, speaking of uh, being alive, thank you for the follow. Uh, that aside, I could say that it's it's pretty hilarious because they gone they gone through like five different revisions, and I said no, and then the final two were just amazing, and I mean it in the bad way. Uh, <laughs> one of them I've shown you already. It's literally just two clip art pillars, a PC just floating in the middle, and a generic wallpaper. And then the other one was literally stealing uh, what I shown him to be the example. He literally stole an artwork and tried to sell it to me. Mm. Like, would you believe this? Like, from what you've shown me, like, legit, the guy just got a couple of Google images and... Slapped them together. <laughs> slapped them together on top of each other and just sold it and... And like what? Let me skip this copyright. 13, 13 <laughs> quid for that shit. Like you, you even made it yourself afterwards, and you did it in ten minutes. Like yeah. that's how little effort it took you to get to there. And, like and, I still want to do, do this know, challenge. This it guy might take a week, seven whole days. Yeah. To get like, to this. Like from like I could even re I could even do that like I'm not even I'm not that good with Photoshop or anything like but like still I can do that thing like I can recreate that maybe in in twenty to thirty minutes easy. See that I I came up with the challenge to re remake this in twenty minutes. <laughs> so I mean, if I could do it in ten, anyone can do it in fifteen to twenty. <laughs> You don't even need Photoshop. You don't need any specialized software for this. You just need paint. <laughs> you just need paint. Like, literally, you can import images into paint and slap them together. Yes, exactly. You could use, like, online ones, like... Well, the, well, the only thing that wouldn't work... Photopea and something like that. Yeah, well, the only thing that wouldn't work is, like, the effect on top of it. It's okay. It's it, You could just use Photopea. It's just Photoshop online. Yeah. Yes, of course. You 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 introduced me to Photopea, and it was and um, it was like a whole world open to me. Like I mean, it, it's it, it's it's quite packed with features, and it, it looks just like Photoshop. So I was like, mm -hmm. hey, try this if you don't want to buy Photoshop. You know? Yeah, true. That and pirating it was just a pain in the ass. I didn't <laughs> pirate it because you know uh, I'm a good uh, law-abiding citizen, and I <laughs> bought it. <laughs> So yeah, even I, though I, I don't have the CC version, that's the new one, the Creative Cloud version. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't justify spending that much, so I just went with one of the licenses of eBay. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I got I on my first PC, I had a li I had the full license to Photoshop due to me being at my internship, and I had to do some Photoshop work on that while I was oh, working. Oh yeah, I still remember so that I, had, I helped I, you. <laughs> Yeah, I had the I had the license and everything, but like, but I wasn't in control of the account, so he needed to verify the user every single time. So, but it was kind of sad. So like that that's why I pretty pretty much if I want to make some uh, artworks or something or like things I need quickly, I just use Photopea. I I just really love their interface. It just works fluidly and it's easy to follow. It's literally Photoshop. <laughs> Exactly. But the thing is, I think it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, that's Because it, 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 Im, it imitates Photoshop so well. Yes, exactly. Like, it, like it's so simple and basic, and yet it works so perfectly. Like, I mean, let's hey, be real. The beauty is in its simplicity. That's true. That's That's totally true. And, well... It gets you a decent content, like when we work together on the, on the podcast vinyl and everything, and all mm -hmm. our branding. Yes. Oh yes, we had some killer ideas for the for the logos and everything. Like, yeah, like we could all we... <laughs> <laughs> our fruit salads, of course. Like the first time we do like a physical podcast together and like you know actually sit in front of each other, we just sh we should just eat some uh, fruit salads. 
I wish I could, I couldn't, like, I don't know, should I get, like, one of those masks, like, Anomaly has them, with the mouth hole? Oh. <laughs> oh so I could actually I mean, eat fruit salad. That and would be uninitiated, funny. I wear a mask on my, uh, on my streams, if you're listening on any other platform that isn't Twitch. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, and also, like, I, like, I don't know what your plans are in still going to America. Like, is that still going on for next year, or? Uh, yes, what do you uh, think about it's it? just that I have to delay a few things. Uh, I also found out that uh, I can spare myself the expense of a visa if I just want to go visit and check things out. Because Poland is on the program that America has, the, the visa program, whatever it is. And like mm-hmm. some countries are allowed to visit the US without a visa for up to 90 days for business and travel purposes. Oh, that's pretty neat. I mean, hey, it's it's two hundred pounds in my pocket. <laughs> I could spend it on something nice. That's fair, but like, I don't like we all, we had the plan of me visiting again. You, oh well, me visiting you around the holidays somewhere this year in England. But I, mean, I don't hey, think I'm I'm still around if it if it's possible, man. <laughs> yeah, but I don't I don't think it's possible since I do have to be in the UK for two weeks, and I oh, my yeah. wallet does not support that, and my school does not support that. Oh yeah, because since of, uh, I have quarantine. to be in quarantine, I have to first of all I have to be in quarantine. So even if I was in the UK, I couldn't go out or anything. Like I couldn't do any of the fun stuff, sadly. Ironically, not a lot of people follow quarantine around here. It's because the police genuinely refuse uh, to accept calls when uh, people are complaining about no masks or being outside during quarantine. The police genuinely refuse, and I, I genuinely don't blame them because, guess what? Just to, like, enforce quarantine and, like, Brexit and stuff... Uh, they cut the police budget, so I mean, if they're being paid less, they might as well not do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would totally agree on that. Like, if if they're not gonna get paid or anything, and I believe police officers are not even getting paid that much, especially in another... Yeah, like, and nowadays, it, like... it's such a thankless job, being a police officer, because of the fact that, like, you're automatically hated because of the current political situation. Oh yeah, it's it it's tough. You wear a badge and you're you're instantly just a pig. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you're just instantly just everything that's bad in the world, the greatest evil, so to speak, just because you wanted people to not kill each other on the street, just because one moron decided to do that, to mm-hmm. uh to a member. Well, not one, a, a bunch of times, but you know, mm-hmm. you know, you get the point, right? Yeah, and especially now with like the second wave. Of Corona, it's it's tough. Oh yeah, and then there's gonna be more protests. It's like the whole world turned into it's, France. It's it's gonna be like first of all, we like people are feeling uh like pushed against their will by the government, and they don't want the government to have that such control over them. Like, I mean, you do well in. It's it's so fucking tough to say. Like the government is legitimately preventing further spread. And why are you not working together on it? You don't believe in a virus? Look at all the c- cases happening. And especially, you the know, look at the death is that people complain. When most people nowadays sit on their phones or, like, just on the internet in general. So what's the uh, big deal? <laughs> what's the big deal? I have no clue. I have no... Uh, well, I have a clue what's the big deal. It's fucking corona but like it's but like people literally just sit on their phones where even when they're outside so i i to be honest it's just a different situation i get it that some people don't have a good home situation but let's face it you have to make sacrifices for the greater good well the one thing i am satisfied about is the fact that a anti-vax uh well a vaccine is currently distributed it's i believe it's also under testing still under test phase and everything so it should be good that we get like a vaccine actually going out and everything so we can get vaccinated sooner or later and like i hope i hope it's really it it works i really hope i mean since i want to be out of this shit and i want to visit the uk if you don't if you don't mind that I still I have mean, some money to be saved. Fair, like, 
here I have someone in uh, chat uh, saying that uh, the, the earth should uh, just reset itself. Uh, I agree and disagree at the same time. I agree because uh, I, that will get rid of all the potheads and edgelords. But uh, I, I disagree because, uh, you know, I, I'm not edgy enough to die yet. So, uh, you know. And, and do we believe in, re in reincarnation? I mean, like... reincarnation, that means we just all become worse people in the earth resets. <laughs> exactly like so i mean that's that's gonna be a big issue <laughs> like you can simply press the restart button but i don't think like i don't know the thing is when you press restart it's restart so everything technically will almost be the same with just minor changes no we all become trees okay that's pretty funny <laughs> Yes, no, we, no, all no, we all trees. become trees. Team trees, boys. Mr. Beast, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just, we will become trees, but at the same time, guess what? We're going we to live for hundreds of years. We are going to live And for all the edgy kids are going to be weeping willows. And yes, that's a tree pun. Uh, and like, how annoying will that be? And the fact that you cannot go away from all of this. It's gonna be terrible. If we're all if we're all gonna become trees, think about it. You're gonna be stuck with them for hundreds of years until you finally rot away and die. <laughs> well, but that that's basically the life of trees. <laughs> you don't want everyone to die, just the shitty people. I wish that... I could do that too. If only you could make a nuke that only kills shitty people. <laughs> <laughs> Just press it, just make a new command and everyone will be like, oh new yeah, combined no. <laughs> on the keyboard. Uh, yeah, just, just, just simple command Linux, you know, just easy money. Yeah, just <laughs> press enter in the command prompt. <laughs> just, you know, just del delete system 32. De delete toxic. <laughs> delete uh... toxic. <laughs> Like, there's just no need. There's just, like, no no need for this. We just, like, programmers, say no more. <laughs> get, get rid of Apple? Yes. Because, <laughs> uh, let, let's face it, Apple isn't very innovative nowadays. Also, some uh, quick news about... I don't know if you've kept up with this, uh, Ubisoft Hyperscape. What's this? The, uh, Ubisoft Hyperscape is a, a Battle Royale game made by Ubisoft, and legitimately, in the, like, it only, like, peaked, uh, like, on the top viewer count for, like, three days or something, and then it died. Like, oh, it legitimately died. Just like died. Apex Legends. <laughs> no, Apex Legends, Apex Legends, I believe, still has an active community. The thing and is, it, it topped Fortnite for two days, and then it just died down. Well, I would say Apex Legends is still pretty relevant, but Hyperscape legitimately went to a, um, well, like a five-digit view count to a six-digit view count to like a triple-digit view count on Twitch, especially. And like, legitimately, I've played a bit of that game and it just sucked. But like, uh, Hyperscape is too much, too much for people, a little too fast-paced. I felt like it had a bit of a quake element to it, with in indeed it being too like um too fast and mm. I mean <laughs> it wasn't really my style. It's just kids are getting slow these days. <laughs> no, but legit the fast part about it that made it pretty fun to me. But I just don't didn't think like the game really had like the audience for it. Like I don't know, we already had Apex Legends, we have Fortnite, we have PUBG, still like the top battle royals in the genre. And then you have Hyperscape that just wants to be its thing. But, like, Ubisoft is now like, oh, hey, it's not performing uh, as we would have assumed. Uh, we're gonna quit it. Personally, like, they're I, would gonna rather, like, uh, I, know, I would just rather have a Quake-style shooter than a Battle Royale, but, you know. Yeah. I mean, personally, as someone who grew up with arena shooters, uh, it, it's tough for me. Like, I'm terrible at Valorant, but I'm good at Valorant Deathmatch. <laughs> Oh yes, of course. But that's just that match, quick reactions, and you know, just have, just quickly looking is, around. It's a big. Me, it's just free real, like, uh, like well, free for me, all. To me, like it's it's just stuff like it's the simplicity of it that makes it fun for me because you can always get creative with it. 
But then at the same time, I get it. People want variety. You want to innovate. But then a battle royale isn't very innovative, don't you think? It's just, wow, last man standing wins. I read that somewhere. What was it called? The, the, the Hungry Games. <laughs> Not the Hunger Games. What are you, Chinese copy? <laughs> no, like, but I'm, but like I I I get the concept of uh, battle royale games and why they are fun. Like it's just this personal achievement of single-handedly being the best over a hundred over a big amount of people. Like that's the thrill you get out of the that you get out of the game. Like that if you if you get that victory royale on your screen, it's gonna be satisfying as fuck. Let's be real there. Like you, you were the the survivor of a hundred people. Like that—that's the thrill of a battle royale. But you could game. say the same about winning a deathmatch game because you, you either get killed over a hundred times or you win. <laughs> well, th that's tr that's true, but with because with a game winning, like Valor winning in of itself is something that is satisfactory. But like it, it see with with the free for all game mode like in Valorant deathmatch, CS:GO deathmatch, or Call of Duty deathmatch, uh, free for all, like. It's a system where you can either use preset classes, use the guns you like here and there, left and right. With a battle royale, you start from scratch and you have oh, to yeah, find you your scavenge. you have you have to scavenge your gear throughout the land, get get new, get better gear and everything. And like I felt like Hyperscape had a really nice touch with with the different abilities that you could upgrade, with the guns you could upgrade and everything. Like it was a pretty fun system, but I just didn't really feel like it was a that good of a game since it 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 wasn't really for me but like i've also felt like the game got a quick really quickly got like a shotgun meta for something like the the shotguns dealt so much dead up close and everything and i was like oh please this is just fortnite all over again like i just want is, a game shotguns without are shotguns to do that deal a lot of damage from short right like close range yes but legitimately it does 80% damage and then you're like already dead that's hey, that's legitimately back, the fun. <laughs> uh, Spellbreak. I've heard a lot about that. I have heard it. No, not a lot, but like a little bit. Like I've seen it come around and shit. But like, I've never really gotten into it. Like I've been recently getting into Guild Wars Two. Really fun game, by the way. Would recommend. Um, but like, I don't know. The battle royale genre nowadays is just. I. I mean. I think we should keep the current get the current battle royale games like Fall Guys, PUBG, um, Fortnite, Apex Legends, COD Warzone, and everything. We should just stick with those for a while and wait for new innovations in a couple of weeks. Well, well no, a couple. Like let the battle royale the battle royale genre be what it is for like a year or something, and then. Maybe add like a new game to it because I feel like the current market we have for for Battle Royale, Battle Royale games is too like precise on the current like variety we have and everything. And I I think we need to wait like a year before we can do something fresh to the Battle Royale genre. Like like Fall Guys, they made an amazing Battle Royale esque game out, and oh, it was like legit. Fall Guys is so much fun to just look at. Like especially from like a um Twitch viewer perspective. Like it's it's such a fun game to just look at. Like especially with Among Us. Like I personally I I'm gonna pre be pretty honest here. I dislike playing Among Us. I find it more amusing when I just watch five hundred IQ plays being made. I just I personally don't like the element of it, you know, just well, protecting my case and being sus, so to say, and everything like I, I just don't like it at all. I, I personally don't really see the fun in Among Us playing it, but I do see the fun in just watching it because it's so much oh, fun goodness. just looking at making all these different sorts of plays and everything. But like I don't know, that just gaming recently. I don't know. Just wanted to get that off my chest. <laughs> I don't know. Have you been keeping up? Have Have you been keeping up with uh, Among Us lately, or? Uh, I'm not much of a person to follow in with the hype. <laughs> I've been offered to play this game so many times, and to me, it's like, isn't that just Gmod murder? Uh, or trouble in Terrorist Town all over again. It's sort of it's sort of like murder and TTT. 
that's what I'm saying. It just reminds me of a of a overhyped Gary's mod uh, game mode. Like yeah, I get it. True. It looks cool. It has a nice art style. People jizz over it all, every day. Uh, you know, it's just I just don't find it to be a type of game for me. I'm just too too set back, and it's just like uh, the games I like are completely different. The only mm-hmm. like modern game I genuinely enjoyed that came out recently is the new Tony Hawk, and that's really it. Mm. Yeah. Also, you've been playing Thieves too. The man. the whole uh, the whole customization really needs to be revamped, and they need to add private lobbies. Like, come on, they have to outshine Thug Pro somehow. <laughs> oh yeah, and uh, speaking of which, yeah, you, you, you just mentioned that. I did play a lot of yeah. TF2. I started slowly getting back into it. I was starting, I genuinely just started by just doing some, a tiny bit of crafting and trading because of, uh, out of just boredom. Mm-hmm. And then I started playing MVM with uh, my girlfriend, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, M- MVM. I play. I play. I remember just looking for some servers to play on it, and just find this scuffed, like cracked or cheating servers where you have like a bu- fuckload of money and like the, the level is cr- are crazy and everything. Spammed of machines. To be fair, I just like playing them. Just predominantly, just untouched. Like really, just generic MVM, because mm. it, it's actually like that's an actual struggle to upgrade your stuff. Yeah, that's true. With the money aspect to it, oh. Uh, I I do I do like just pick MVM. like any overpowered weapon and casual TF two and just use it. Oh yes, of course you can do that. Look, you, uh, you can just you can just mock at God and everything if you really want to go that way. <laughs> yeah. Even though I I genuinely like even though soldiers the most main class I I generally just don't play soldier that much. Mm-hmm. But I like don't. what cl- what what class do you play in TF two though? I either go well. I either the this uh, the classes I do play the most would be pyro and scout. Oh yes, just like me. Well, I I used to play also quite a lot of sniper. Okay, very occasionally spy just to see like how bad it would go. See, for um, me, I play spy only when I literally cannot push through. <laughs> yeah, That's really re- if it's like a payload map and someone like. Two engineers have their sentry nests right next to each other. That, that's literally when I changed to spy, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm fuck your shit up. <laughs> yeah, I rem- just disguise I rem- as one of them, uh, backstab, and just sap everything. Mm. Yeah, I remember just playing a shit ton of um, capture the flag and just entering, entering like, or well, like setting up as the engineer, setting up my sentry in the in the room, and like finding the best angle for it. Uh, that was so much fun. <laughs> so that no nobody uh, but besides a, a genuine a spy main <laughs> could do yeah. anything to it. It it brings me back so many memories. TF two TF two was was so, was such a fun game and still is. It I was. Think. I even played it like back in the day, mostly because uh, of the fact that I played Team Fortress Classic, uh, which mm. was uh, originally a Quake mod. Which I genuinely oh, yeah, found pretty course. fun. Of course, it started out as a. No wait, wasn't that, it the soldier? No wait, it wasn't. The like soldier a, has a weapon that's hop literally hop? a reference to Quake, because the the original is literally just a replica of the Quake rocket launcher. Uh... It's positioned in the middle because all old school shooters had the gun in the middle because you didn't use a crosshair. Mm. The gun was in the middle. You point, you shoot. That's how old games used to go. Same goes <laughs> with like Doom One and Doom Two. Oh yeah, of course. Oh yeah, of course. You just have like the sideways. Well, the and sideways. Then another fun the, fact: uh, the source ag- engine was. It's a heavily. It's a very heavily modified Quake engine. That's yeah, how true. you got the bunny hopping in CS and uh, Half Life. Because mm. they're yeah. popular elements of the Quake engine. And bunny hopping came from speedrunning Quake. <laughs> Because it increased your movement speed. It's funny how it went from a speedrunning tactic to just uh, a flashy way of going around in CSGO. Oh, yeah, I mean... Actually, in any game, that allows you to just jump around. I remember looking at, like, uh, War Owl's video. He recently made, like, a fun little uh, video about uh, competitive Counter-Strike, but it's Quake. Oh so yeah, he, I see. Literally, that. so it's, bunny it's, hopping and uh, no recoil. 
bunny upping and no recall and bullet spread. Like, legit, it was the craziest thing ever to see in CS. Because um, it's just crazy hit scan. <laughs> uh, I, re- uh, I want to know how to set that shit up because that shit looks like fun to do. I think he does show like commands or does he not anymore? Because I remember he did commands for like, I have, playing I have in no slow clue. motion. I have so no on. clue. Let- let's actually watch that real quick because Warhol, like, Warhol is like one of the best creator, world content creators in the scene, I feel like. I mean, he is professional. Oh, yeah, he script. did. He did. He has all go. the commands in it. Uh, we need to we need to do that. Like we oh. need to gather a party again for CS. Also, by the way, what uh, like did does Adil does does Adil now have a better PC actually? Uh, yes, he does. The, the joke about his PC being shit has finally ended. Yeah, I saw him. Remember, lo- remember back in the day when we streamed like Gmod horror maps. Like it was me, him, and oh. Roz, and it, I like my chat was super toxic at the time. <laughs> because people just roasted Adil's PC because he was always the last one to load in. Oh, damn. <laughs> but it's okay. Uh, nobody was uh, around in chat to roast me for my terrible overlay when I just started streaming. Remember that? <laughs> initial oh. D, Mountain oh, Vengeance. Yeah. More oh, like Initial oh, D, I'm, I'm bad at racing games XD. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but no, I saw him streaming uh, a while back in your server and I was like, Hang on, Adil can stream his games? What the hell? <laughs> See, he bought- he has- he literally just has the unlocked version of uh, my CPU. So the 3600X. Oh, the- oh! And 16 gigs of RAM, and uh, I think it's 1660. Ooh, that, that's pretty neat though, especially for Adil, realize, realizing what he came from. <laughs> I mean, when he told me, he was like- he's like, the difference is night and day. Oh, yeah, and and- like th- there, you now have like my PC, and like, I like I'm happy that I'm finally you know just playing Guild Wars, and which is like a pretty heavy game to run, but I'm currently also like hating the fact that I bought a 1440p monitor. I love the fact that it's such a crisp screen and everything, but I hate the fact that I have to run my games games in a higher resolution. That's the only thing that sucks about it. Wait, so you don't like playing on higher res? I, I love the fact that I play on higher res, but playing on higher res requires more uh graphic po- graphical power. But you have, so an, like, you have an RTX card. Yeah, I have RTX 20, 2070. And I'm in uh, Guild Wars 2 when there's this big boss fight and I'm streaming, I'm getting like 40 FPS on no, low setting. That could be a terrible optimization, you know that. Uh, it could be. But even even when I'm not streaming, it's it's really struggling to get get, get like higher frame rates. Like because I'm wondering, it could just like... be terrible optimization because a lot of like high end stuff, it mm-hmm. can sometimes just not utilize anything yeah. on the PC. I... Like sometimes they're like completely locked to like, uh, let's say six cores max. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I might I might want to try later tonight. Uh, get some of the world bosses done and like play on my one of my other monitors and be like oh hey yeah let, let's um switch it up and put it on this monitor at 1080p see how it runs over there that Come might that, that might be fun to try let's the see results what the will speak for themselves oh yeah oh what? shit it's already it over has an been hour <laughs> i've been streaming a little bit longer so it should be over an hour or something well, yeah, I, I mean, for me, we just started around, like, literally one and a half minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean... It, is, it has been a fun hour, though, let's be real. Yeah, yeah. Really, really entertaining. But, well, alright. Shall, shall you the... lead the intro? Or no, right. outro. Or My right. brain farted, okay. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. But yes, uh, let's hop into the outro, and I would like to thank you all, guys. Thank you guys again for listening to the podcast. Um, Chris, before we end, though, uh, what should we do? Like, inform the viewers about having, like, a weekly podcast or, like, uh, between weeks? I'd say bi-weekly, mostly because we need we need some time to grow ourselves as channels so we can actually get more of you lovely people to listen to us so yes we do keep the weekly uh well we try I'd, to uh, i'd say bi-weekly because then we can take the off week for just streaming what we want 
Okay, yeah, that's totally fair. So we're gonna be doing a bi-weekly streams from now on. Every every week on t- our Twitch uh, streams, uh, we are live on twitch.tv slash itsaboyredlaw and twitch.tv slash swexiness if you guys yes. want either of our S- um, like perspectives. And yes, uh, if you guys did enjoy the podcast, please leave a follow on our Twitch uh, Twitch channel or on the podcast. We both really appreciate it. Uh, we do not know where you listen from. We are on a bunch of channels. You can always view our anchor link anchor.fm slash uh, the Swex and Redlaw podcast or something like that. I will put a link to it on my Twitch channel because I believe I still haven't done that yet. So yes. Uh, other than that, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Chris, do you have anything to add on that? No, that'll be it. All right then. Then I would thank you all for listening, and we would like to see you all next. Uh, well, in like two weeks. Uh, bye bye. Bye.